All right, folks. Um, tonight's uh, tonight's study is our expanding universe. So uh, back on November sixth, Phil spoke about the stars. He spoke about the wonders of the new James Webb Telescope that resides out in space. It follows in the footsteps of the amazing discoveries made by the Hubble Telescope in that we are able to see farther and much more of our universe in detail than we could before. So this brings up a question. Where is the center of the universe? There is no center of the universe. According to the standard theories of cosmology, the universe a Big Bang about 14,000 million years ago and has been expanding ever since. Yet, there is no center to the expansion. It is the same everywhere. Seems a little chaotic to me. According to Fraser King, University Today, Universe Today, there's no exact spot. In fact, the Big Bang happened everywhere in the universe. The problem generally comes from the term Big Bang. It brings to mind explosions and detonations. It appears that the more we improve our telescopes, and discover more galaxies, we seem to never get closer to finding the starting point of the Big Bang. Rather, we find new ways of explaining our existence without God. The evolutionists who espouse the theory of the Big Bang, and I use theory since dialogue these days leads people to the conclusion that it is fact rather than theory, do not realize the plagiaristic nature of this theory. They steal from God in the creation of the universe. Only their theory is devoid of an all-powerful divine being. The idea of God creating the universe is a little more plausible than everything made from nothing by nothing. Only God was capable of this. Genesis 1.14 And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be the signs and for seasons, and for days and years. Some people are a little confused over this scripture and the possible time frame it took for this portion of creation. You know, given that our scientists these days speak about the millions of years it takes for light to reach us from the distant stars, it's no wonder that confusion prevails. We can still lend credence to the scientists' assertions of the time it takes for light to travel from a distant star to Earth and still support creation. 
with all of God's work in creating the heavens and the earth, it seems highly reasonable that in his infinite wisdom at the current time, but after that, it moves at its own pace. If you set the clock for 10.15, then it takes 45 minutes for time to tick around to chime at the top of the hour, after which it has to follow its own time of an hour to chime for the hour. Let me repeat, for 10 minutes to the top of the hour. At that time, it runs its own time, not being set, and runs an hour to the top of the hour. Now the universe... Okay. Am I uh, still breaking? Everything okay now? Okay. So I'm clear now. All right. Let me see here. I just scrolled past where I was and got lost myself. Um, is there a part back there that uh, um, somebody would like me to re uh, reiterate that they might have missed? Give me a phrase for uh, um, for guidance, and I'll go back. Okay. Well, right now I'll take that is that you just go back about two minutes. Okay. Let me just go ahead and read uh, back here. So, uh, some people are a little little confused over the, uh, the scripture of Genesis 1.14 and the possible time frame it took for this ship. Given that our scientists these days speak about the millions of years it takes for light to reach us, from the distant stars, it's no wonder that confusion prevails. But we can still lend credence to the scientists' assertions of the time it takes for light to travel from a distant star to Earth and still support creation. With all of God's work in creating the heavens and the Earth, it seems highly reasonable that in his infinite wisdom and power, he would have initially accelerated this aspect and brought forth the light immediately for signs. For example, we may set a clock to a particular time to reflect the current time, but after that it moves at its own pace. If you set the clock for 10.15, then it takes 45 minutes for time to tick around to chime at the top of the hour, after which it has to follow its own time of an hour to chime at the top of the hour again. Therefore, God set the time, and now the universe kicks away at its own God-given pace. Uh, here are some uh, scriptures that denote authorship. Psalm 89, 11, and 12. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours, the world and all it contains. You have founded them. The north and the south, you have created them. 
Psalm 33, 6. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. Isaiah 66, 1 and 2. Thus, thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth my footstool. Where then is a house you could build for me? And where is a place that I may rest? For my hands made all these things. Thus, all these things came into being, declares the Lord. But to this one I will look, to him who is humble and contrite of spirit, and who trembles at my word. Revelation 4.11 Worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive and honor and power. For you created all things, and because of your will they existed and were created. I'm going to throw something else in here. 2 Maccabees 7, 28 and 29. I beg you, my child, to look at the heaven and the earth and see everything that is in them and recognize that God did not make them out of things that existed. In other words, he is the only one that can make something out of nothing. I added this entry from the second book of Maccabees, which was allegedly removed from the Bible in the 1800s and became part of the Apocrypha. Because of its relevance to the subject being covered right now, I know I will not go into the books of Maccabees and their relation to the 1611 King James Version, as this is an entirely different subject. These are references that follow that are outside of Scripture. A Christian writer named Aristides, very early um, in the second century, he wrote, Let us proceed then, O king, to the elements themselves that we may show in regard to them that they are not gods, but perishable and mutable, produced out of that which did not exist at the command of the true God, who is indestructible and immutable and invisible. So again, which is produced out of that which did not exist, by the true God, something out of nothing, we came, the world, the earth, came from nothing. And around uh, the mid-century, mid-second century, I'm sorry, a Christian leader named Hermas wrote, God, who dwells in the heavens and made out of nothing the things that exist. And this is from the book Shepherd of Hermas, book 1, chapter 1. 
And in the latter half of the second century, Irenaeus wrote of God's creation of the universe. While men, indeed, cannot make anything out of nothing, but only out of matter already existing, yet God is in this point preeminently superior to men, that he himself called into being the substance of his creation when previously it had no existence. And then there's Tertullian, a leading figure in Latin Christianity in the latter 2nd and early 3rd centuries, professes that the church held it to be a rule of faith or an essential Christian doctrine that nothing except God was was uncreated. He elsewhere defines this rule of faith. There is only one God and that he is none other than the creator of the world, who produced all things out of nothing through his own word. God alone is eternal, uncreated, and self-existent. Everything else came into existence by God's power through his word. All matter... Energy, spirit, time, space, and anything else that exists owes its very being to God alone. He called the universe into existence from nothing. Creation had a beginning, and before that beginning, there was God alone, nothing else. God did not become creation or form the universe out of his own substance or essence, nor did he merely craft it out of some other substance that eternally existed with him. God commanded the world to exist, and it did. Before that, it was nothing. God brought into being that which was not. This is the amazing truth of creation, which is often called creation, ex nihilo, or out of nothing. This was all by uh, Luke Wayne. Uh, back in March of 2017. Um, 